You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Uh, I have Tony with me today from Amelia Creamery. I'm really excited to, sh- to share the Amelia Creamery story. It's an international story like my- like mine, so super excited to get into it. Um, Tony, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you, Mike. It's a pleasure. So... You have an accent the same as mine. You were just saying that you're originally from Brazil. Um, so how, I guess, how did you come to Oklahoma? Well, uh, to make a long uh, story short, uh, I'm also a professional pilot. So uh, back in the uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s, I was flying for a, uh, an airline, Brazilian airline. So I used to come to the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. most of the time to Florida, uh, Orlando, Miami. And then I left the airline and I went to work for a corporation as a corporate pilot. And back then uh, I was flying uh, Cessna Citation. And uh, I used to come to Wichita, Kansas uh, for, to pick up new airplanes, training, um, basically, uh, you know, I, that, that part of the country where I started coming in early ni- late 80s, early 90s. And uh, I really like the, uh, this, this um, environment here. It reminds me of where I grew up in Brazil. And so my wife and I, we decided to sell one ranch we had there in Brazil and buy one here on this part of the country. So we ended up looking for uh, properties in Texas, I mean, in uh, Kansas, and ended up buying this here in Nevada, Oklahoma. So it was back in 1992. Yeah. How many acres do you have? Uh, all together, about 1,600 acres. Oh, wow. That's a, that is a big ranch then. <laughs> well, it's not a big, big ranch, but, uh, you know, it's a very productive ranch. As, um, my son, George, is in charge with the cattle. Uh-huh. Uh, we run um, a beef type of uh, herd here, and we have pretty good genetic. Uh, so, yeah. Keep us busy. Um, and I keep flying as well. So <laughs> we got a lot of, a lot of eyes on the park. That's really cool. And you, so you're still flying to this day? Yes, I do. Yes, I fly for a corporation. So that uh, gives me a lot of opportunity to go uh, international. Let's say 90% or more of our trips are international. Okay. Most of them are uh, in Europe. Yeah. So that's when we get to the uh, yogurt uh, you know, uh, story so we can leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really cool. And I, you know, I guess you get to fly and get to hang out because you know, be there and see all the amazing cities and towns and stuff. But why go back to why did you get into flying? Well, since I was um, very small kid, so I think you know, 
pilots usually you're born with this on your DNA. <laughs> so I, I love to fly, I love airplanes. And uh, as soon as I finished high school, I went to an aviation school, uh, eventually became a, you know, a, a pilot working on single engine airplanes. Uh, back in the uh, early 70s, I flew a lot of um, small airplanes, what we call bush pilots, so flying on the jungles there in Brazil. And then eventually uh, uh, got a flying a, a little bigger airplane, like a twin engine airplanes. Eventually went to airlines and, and I flew all the big ones like Boeing's uh, 737, 727 Airbuses. Nice. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. Really, that's really I love cool. it. I love it. So. <laughs> do, you, do you miss the small plane stuff, smaller plane stuff? Well, I do. Uh, and, well, I do, but uh, I still fly in the small ones here at home. Uh-huh. Uh, I keep like a single engine uh, tail drag airplane just to play with. I have a small um, a grass strip here in our place, so that's that's why that's where I play with. That's that must be really cool, especially yeah, to have that land and have have a little strip there with you. You can you know just pop up and have some fun whenever you whenever you want. It's just like someone who has a, you know, a car that they want to go drive on the weekend, right? They save it for the yeah. weekend, take it out on a Sunday morning. That's uh, so that's really cool. So, so the story, which you touched on a little bit just then going to Europe and back and forth and having family history. And I know you mentioned earlier, you have some family history from Europe and that world, um, you know, with the, the yogurts and the parfaits and the creameries and stuff. And yeah, I guess, that, those trips they started to weigh on you and you kept seeing ideas and ideas and thinking we don't have this in Oklahoma yes uh, you know I always look for something new I like you know I like um, to start new business and but yogurt is in our uh, family line since you know many many generations going back to Europe like I said my uh, part of my family came from Italy and um, dairy products uh, was and still is uh, part of our uh, diet. And I grew up, you know, eating uh, homemade yogurt, uh, teas, and other products um, made of uh, with the uh, milk. So, and we love yogurts. The same way with my wife. She is also, uh, she was, I, I tease her, I say, you were born, well, you were assembling Brazil with the imported parts because she, <laughs> her mom is from Czechoslovakia, her dad is from Yugoslavia. And so as in my case, her case is the same. So she grew up eating a lot of uh, dairy products, especially yogurt. When we came to the United States, we never found a yogurt to really like. So we uh, started making our own and uh, Years ago, I started, you know, going to France on, on a regular basis, where I'm still going uh, a lot. Uh, this year has been an exception due to this uh, pandemic. But I usually I go there at least once a month. So for five years, I did a lot of research, made a lot of friends there on the industry. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the French people, they have an excellent... Uh, their products, they, 
is part of their diet for so many centuries. And uh, especially uh, yogurt, of course, cheese, they have all kinds of cheese as well. But uh, I did a lot of research to come with a, a uh, blend of culture that will produce a yogurt would it be, you know, uh, would it be like uh, creamy, uh, not tart, not sour, and to taste more like a dessert. Mm-hmm. And so that's, for five years I did that and I was testing different cultures and came with the uh, formula we have. So, and uh, we associate this um, the creamy uh, yogurt with a type of um, fruit uh, jam, which is a recipe on my wife's family from Europe for many generations. So that's the combination of the two, uh, you know, end up having a, you know, an excellent uh, product, which is Amelia Creamery. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, and that's the one thing. Like, I love going, obviously, I love going home. I love traveling to see family. But, you know, when you go home and you see family, it's easy to hop on to another country and go see. Because luckily, the Europe's so close together, it's easy to yeah. experience different, different cultures. And, and like I said, when you're going over there roughly, you know, once a month for quite quite some time, like that's, that's nice, isn't it? Because you can always you keep your notebook and you keep your research and you know, next time I go over, I want to try this one. And then you just build this palette. Yeah. You know, of really cool foods. It is, you know, I appreciate food, any, any type of a good food. I think Europe, the uh, Europe, you know, they have, of course you're from there, but uh, you know, they have such a great cuisine. They have such a great, and they keep the tradition. And, um, I really, really love that. So, when we talk about dairy, so there's a huge variety of dairy products. Every country you go, you go to France, they have one type. You go to Italy, they have another one. Switzerland, um, uh, you know, UK or Germany, uh, you know, all those countries, uh, Greece, Greece and others, they're, they're great in their food. So, so you and your wife, you have this idea, you're going to start this creamery, um, what year is that? And then what is the, what was the process of starting for, you know, when you came back? Well, we, uh, we've been, we have done this for, for many years, uh, but, uh, you know, having for our own, uh, for our, our home, uh, for our own family and of course friends and a lot of friends start asking, why don't you make this in offer to the market? Because it's such a good product. So we start, you know, thinking about it. It was 19 or 2014 when the idea came about to put together as a business. Mm-hmm. So we start, um, I have uh, two daughters and a son. Uh, my middle daughter, Juliana, she is, uh, she is graduating in art. She's an artist and uh, she loves to cook and uh, she loves this type of deal as well. And her husband is a senior engineer for John Deere and Daniel. Daniel is also, um, uh, you know, he likes to cook and he likes this, uh, the idea. So we, we decided to do something together. So we put together this small state-of-the-art uh, plan to build this factory. And in 2017, uh, February 2017, we start. 
And so it will be four years uh, in a few months or a couple of months. So did, did you start um, kind of going to farmer's markets and start small like that and build your way up through that way? And then- yeah, well, that's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty similar to that. So we are uh, very fortunate because, you know, most of the new business like ours, uh, our goal was to, uh, you know, eventually to be a Whole Foods. You know, Whole Foods is kind of a uh, unique place. Everybody wants to have their product on their uh, shelf because it's, it's, a, it's a good, you know, showcase. Uh-huh. And uh, less than a year after we start, uh, we were very uh, blessed to be at Whole Foods. So, but uh, we start selling to small uh, supermarkets, uh, cafes, uh, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma City, and then we grew up from there. Yes. How, how did you find the, I guess, the buyer for Whole Foods to, to get into that? Well, it's a, it's a long process. Uh, ours, um, like, again, I think we were very blessed to, to do in such a short period of time. So the first thing that we did, I, I didn't know how they worked. So I got some samples and brought to a local store in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they have two stores, and um, introduced myself to the manager and told um, about our product. And she uh, tried and gave to her uh, peers, and they all love it. And so she said, well, you know, I, we cannot buy direct from you, but uh, I'll tell you the way they process. This is the name of the person uh, in our headquarters in Austin, Texas. Try to contact with her. So we did that. We sent her an email, told our story, and then she uh, answered back. She said, well, this is the way you have to, to do it. So we, uh, we start going through those forms and put together the uh, presentation. Fortunately, she had a trip to Tulsa a few months later, like two months after we spoke on, uh, on the phone, and she came here. So, and, uh, you know, she tried the yogurt, she tried the product, she loves it, loves the, uh, you know, the, the, the ceramic um, jars we use. And and then the process went very smooth after that. So yeah, like seven months after we started, yeah, uh, se- uh, the, the production. So we're in Whole Foods. Yeah, that I mean that's like that's stuff that you probably put in a five-year plan, right? Not like seven <laughs> months, plan. and then Whole Foods start asking you for to increase your production. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So uh, we are now uh, in Oklahoma. They have three stores in Oklahoma. They have two in Tulsa, one in Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma City store is uh, is one of the best stores they have on a whole chain. Uh, and also we are in Faithview, Arkansas. But uh, they want us to go to Texas like a Dallas. They have, I think, 14 stores uh, in a big Dallas. Uh, and we are uh, on a process, we're almost done with this new uh, type of uh, quality control they call SQF. So as soon as we finish that, we're planning on finish this probably by January, February this uh, coming, coming year. Did, did you start out with just one flavor? I mean, now I think on the website there's 10, I think. Um, yes. So one and slowly build to, to 10? 
Well, we have 11. Uh, yeah. uh, two, I think two or three of those, those are seasonal. Mm -hmm. But uh, of course, we have our very basic one is the plain. Uh, it's one of my favorite because plain you can mix with anything you want. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the uh, uh, most of the traditional ones, vanilla, blueberries, strawberries, mixed berries. Uh, pumpkin is uh, seasonal. We start in October, late September, and go through the uh, Christmas time. So in a few, probably a few weeks, we might uh, stop pumpkin and start a new, new one for, for the new season. Yeah. One of the things I really like and for people listening, they can go to the website, ameliacreamery.com and I'll put it in the link down. I'll put the link down in the description below when you're listening to this. Uh, one of the things I like is you post the recipes for them as well. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's, um, our customers is the reason of our existence. So we, we praise our customers a lot because we, uh, we wouldn't be anywhere without them. So anything we can do to, you know, to give them ideas uh, how to, uh, to, to use our products or use our, uh, you know, the, our jars, the uh, ceramic jars, uh, you can reuse those for so many, you know, uh, to do so many things, uh, including cook with. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what we really like to, you know, to be uh, bound with our customers. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, yeah, I love it. It's awesome. You know, just the little, little story of you take, just taking advantage of, of, you know, traveling and, and the opportunity that you've been given from flying all across the world. And then you go to Europe and you, you know, obviously a lover of food and, and see these, yeah. these opportunities and, and everyone, you know, you always, when you travel, you always see an opportunity and, and it, you know, people write an idea down and then they, they never do anything about it. And I'm sure there's many of those ideas that you have as well, but it's really cool that you put action into this idea and, and it's become, yeah. it probably, you probably didn't expect it to become what it is as fast as it has. That's true. Yeah, we, uh, you know, of course, we, everything is start with a dream, but you have to go after and you have to do your part. And everything is possible uh, for anybody. But, uh, you know, if you work hard and never quit and, um, you know, keep, keep uh, you know, following, following your dream, your plans, and uh, eventually things will come together. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, like I said on the beginning, I end up making a lot of friends in, uh, in France, especially, and, uh, one, especially one guy, his father started a, a small yogurt factory, uh, and cheese factory many, many years ago. Uh, nowadays, uh, they are one of the largest, uh, dairy products, uh, in, 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 in France. And I took some samples of our yogurt and gave to him because these people, they, of course, they know the, the quality of their product. And he was very impressed. He said, man, this yogurt is better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I'm glad to hear from you because, you know, this is a, this is a huge compliment because, you know, the, it's very rewarding when you see that. Uh 
Um, you mentioned earlier the, the jars that you use. Tell me why, you know, the, about the clay jars and, and why they why you use them and why specifically the clay jars. You know, uh, Mike, the uh, ceramic is um, probably the oldest um, type of um, container for food we know in history. Uh, the uh, jars we use come from Spain, uh, a part of the north, uh, northeast of part of the country there in the Valencia area. Mm-hmm. And back in over 2000 years ago, when that part of the world was under the uh, Roman Empire, uh, they have such a, a special um, clay uh, and they, they are on this pottery uh, industry for literally for hundreds of years, now thousands of years. And if you, um, every food got kept on a ceramic uh, container has uh, the preservation of its in quality much longer than any other, ki- any other kind of um, uh, containers, especially when you compare it with plastic. Plastic, plastic is, uh, the light goes through it, but uh, the um, ceramic, the light doesn't go through it and also keep the temperature stable. So uh, you can eat our yogurt 60 days from now and uh, it keeps exactly the same freshness as was made on the on the same day. So yeah. I think that's one, uh, I would say the main reason of that. And of course, the appearance is very appealing. So, Yeah, the, it is a cool factor, isn't it? You know, it is yeah. cool. Yeah. And I don't know anyone else that does it, and it stands out on the shelf, which I'm sure that's why the Whole Foods reps and everybody else loves it too. Yeah, we've been, yeah. A lot of people they uh, they appreciate they uh, you know they, they comment about it so yeah. and you know uh, in Europe they use not only for yogurt but they use for other types of food as well and this factory uh, I think is the only factory in the whole world that makes those jars mm-hmm. and it is a state of the art you'd be impressed to see the quality of their products the uh, you know they make and are so so neat. And so, yeah. So you get them shipped in from from Spain. That's really cool. yeah. It comes from Spain. Yeah, we it comes in containers, uh, probably like fifty five, sixty thousand jars per yeah. container. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, so tell me, uh, obviously, you know, you you lo- you're, you're a lover of food, and, and you know, you eat yogurt every day. And you said the plain yogurt is your favorite because you can put everything with it. What what are your favorite things to put and add in to the yogurts that you have for yourself? Well, if I if I'm eating uh, the uh, plain, uh, I usually add a little bit uh, heavy cream into it. Heavy cream enhances the, uh, the the sweetness on the yogurt, and that's my favorite. You know, personal. Uh, uh, favorite so and also i add some berries like blueberries or blackberries uh or banana and so that's the, uh, the way i eat them or just plain yeah. and uh, 
if I can say the next favor I have is the guava. I don't know if you're familiar with guava, you probably are. Um, so the guava is, um, is a tropical fruit and uh, guava goes very well with any type of dairy products. So, and I, I really like, I, I like all of them, but a guava probably is one of my yeah. favorite besides the other plant. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's just cool, isn't it? Like the, I guess, I mean, you're probably growing up thinking I'm going to be a pilot. I'm definitely, you know, that's what I want to do. That's my dream. You probably never thought you'd have a creamery, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we never know, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, if you, um, it's, it's nice when you, you do something you like, as you know, I travel a lot when I come home, I have a few days off. Sometimes I have a week or 10 days or sometimes a couple of weeks off. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can't wait to, you know, to be on the factory and helping them, you know, help my, our team. Uh, fortunately, we have such a great team that we are, you know, they are part of our family. I can say that. And so I enjoy every, you know, every time spent with them on the factory, you know, trying to improve something or, uh, yeah, it's, it's very rewarding. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it's probably been this year, obviously has been, you know, just there's a lot of people have had bad years for 2020 and businesses have been bad. And, um, I'm sure your travel has been affected as well as, as, yeah. as mine and, and others. But, um, I'm sure it, having this business has been nice to kind of reflect and see like the real impact that you can have with this and people turn to this kind of comfort, you know, food fork, sometimes comfort and, and memories and stuff like that, which is, that's a real nice side of things, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, you know, you, you're right when you said, uh, uh, unfortunately this, uh, pandemic affected our traveling pretty much. Uh, my, uh, traveling, Probably, um, you know, this year compared with previous years, especially on the, la on the past 11 years, uh, it came down to probably 20% of um, our normal uh, traveling. But on the other hand, so I got to spend more time home and uh, helping here in our factory with our people. And um, uh, even though we, uh, you know, we had to cut some uh, demos or shows where normally we go every, you know, throughout the year. And uh, this year, 2020, we're ready to go to a show in New York. Uh, it's an international show for fancy food show, they call. They have uh, two shows a year, one in New York uh, on the summer, mm -hmm. and uh, winter they have one in San Francisco, California. But we had to change because, of course, the show was canceled. On the other side, on the other hand, our products we pick up more customers because you know the quality of our uh, product is really uh, is a healthy product. Uh, product. Yeah. So people are paying more attention in what they eat because you know our product has so many or so much uh, probiotic into it, and. Uh, is everything is, is natural. You know, the sugar we use is, uh, we call it Demerara sugar, which is sugar cane, sugar raw. So nobody used that type of sugar. So 
that is no um, uh, feeling, feeling or any other starch, uh, you know, you see in most of other products. So it's really healthy uh, food. So I think people is uh, like, again, they are paying more attention onto that. So and we're glad we can offer that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, back to your point, I'm sure it has been nice for you to, to not have to not be traveling as much and a blessing that you get to spend more time on the business with family yeah. ideas, planning, uh, and just working on the product. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you know, that's the compensation of that. So I think the, uh, yeah. Are there any, I know you mentioned you have 11 or so flavors, some are seasonal. What flavors do you have that you've made up that that don't, hasn't made the cut yet? The ones that aren't on the shelves, but you have <laughs> you make up on your own, and and they're not, I guess, on the shelves yet. Well, um, I suppose not to to tell too many, too much about it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you a <laughs> so uh, we plan on the dosi de leche. Okay. Uh, those, you're familiar with those leche. So it's it's like a, uh, Argent, in Argentina they make the best dulce de leche itself. So I learned with the Argentinians how to make the dulce de leche, and when we combine this with our yogurt, it's an awesome, awesome combination. Mm. So we have this cooking and planning. Uh, we just well. Uh, last middle of this year to 2020, we bought a brand new uh, filler and sealer machine, uh, which is equipped to also, um, uh, you know, put some uh, dulce de leche on the bottom of the jars. So this is the uh, the plan for. I hope I hope 2021 we have this on the market. Yeah. That's exciting. That's that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna have to get some because that that is. I do love you know, like a parfait or just a big fan of adding granola and and fruit to yogurt. It's just it's an easy, healthy snack. It fills you up. It tastes like a dessert, so it doesn't feel like it, it's healthy, uh, yeah. but it is, and that's yeah. the best part about it. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Tony, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks again for sharing the story. Uh, love what you do. Uh, and for everyone listening, they can go to ameliacreamery.com and at ameliacreamery on Instagram. I'll post those links in the description down below. And yeah, we will catch you next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. I really appreciate the opportunity. And, uh, you know, uh, I thank every single customers of ours, so they are the best. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.